Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo, and your Golden State Warriors have lost their fourth straight road game, putting them at three and six on the season and oh and five on the road. They lost to the Orlando Magic in Orlando, one thirty one twenty nine. Now. I'll probably keep this short and, and make it as painless as possible because Lord knows that game was kind of kind of painful to watch. But, you know, you can point to a lot of things. But first and foremost, fouling and free throws, man. <laughs> this has been a problem for the Warriors like the whole short season so far, right? Just fouling, uh, making late rotations, so that you have to foul people being undisciplined, reaching all that stuff. And do you know how bad it was in this game? <laughs> the Warriors, they shot 31 fewer free throws than the Orlando Magic. 10 for 15, the Warriors were, which is not very good at all, 67%. But the Orlando Magic were 33 for 46. That's 23 points straight up, just 23 points just coughed up at the line. And as the game went on, it just got more and more like painful <laughs> to watch. They were up by 12 at the half. And then you had them getting up to 16, I think, up by 16 in the second half in the third quarter. But, you know, the fouls, Paolo Banquero, he started scoring in the third quarter. But still, it was fouls. And the Warriors' second unit still is – Really, really unreliable. You know, they have one more game. It's a back-to-back against the New Orleans Pelicans, who are good, (laughs) right? And it's going to be an interesting challenge because they're young and good, except for, like, I guess, CJ McCollum. But they, of course, have Zion Williamson. I think Brandon Ingram is still injured. But, you know, it's going to be a good team with some youth, as opposed to a Heat team, which is good, but older and plays at a different pace and different from the Detroit's, Orlando's, and the Charlotte's of the league who are not good, but have a lot of youth. So it's like, I said after the Heat game, you know, hopefully they get the Orlando game because I don't expect Kerr to look back at this road trip and see that he played his starters all five games in like seven days. I think that would just be a bad idea. I personally think the plan was win in Charlotte, rest in Detroit, play in Miami, play in Orlando, rest the vets in New Orleans. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it seems like they're just trying to chase a win. You know, it used to be chase wins on this road trip, but it's just chase a win. Before the road trip, I said, again, you know, at the very least you want three and two. And now <laughs> you want one and four. It's not the end of the world, but it sure as hell sucks because, you know, this team is not playing up to its standards where it should be. We've all hypothesized because this losing streak has gone on for almost a week now. We've all hypothesized of what it could be. Mike Brown missing, you know, ramping up the the vets, uh, Clay getting his head on straight whatever. And not dismissing those as as invalid, but just like at this point, it's like, 
play the rookies, okay, <laughs> in New Orleans, and then go back home and figure some stuff out. Recharge, figure some stuff out. In this one, everybody was at fault, pretty much, except for, you know, honestly, Steph. Steph was the one who kept saving the day. When the Warriors coughed up their lead in the fourth because largely like a mishmash of the second unit and the starters gave up the lead, it felt like they'd already lost the game. There was like seven plus minutes left and the vibes around this team were just like, you know, and it becomes one of this one of these things where it's like, oh, here we go again. And you definitely don't want that. So it's just bad vibes. But then when Steph came in, you know, he had a bunch of shots and he pulled them back from the brink and he was the only one to really, really have that big of an effect. You know, sure, some people like played decently and whatever and Draymond played well. But he also fouled out, you know, like it's just it's it's pretty ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know. Um, in the last episode, I said, be prepared for the ups and downs, the roller coaster ride of a wildly high variant team. And this is part of it, right? The high variance is uh, a one in seven magic team. You go up 16 and then you cough up the lead, go down by nine or 10 and then get in a position to win and then lose. <laughs> and then the last second shot, you know, it's it's tough because on this road trip, Clay has missed some clutch shots. He shot better in this one, you know. He shot 7 for 15 from 3. Overall 10 for 24. Not that great. Some of his shot selection seems like he's not playing the opponent. It seems like he's playing like ghosts in his head or something. But he ended up with 27 points, but on the final final play, uh you know, with a few seconds left, four-ish seconds left, Orlando double-teamed Steph, which you knew they would, and then he hit Clay. And to be honest, like on the right side, Ty Jerome was wide open in the corner, and I was hoping he would actually pass it to him because he had his feet set. Ty Jerome did, and he looked like he could have gotten the shot off, whereas Clay had a guy on him, and he lofted what ended up being kind of like a uh, a one-handed push shot, jump shot, whatever, you know? And obviously, even though he shot better in this game, I did not think that that was going to go in. It's just, you know, everything everything all at once did not look good. James Wiseman, you know, people on Twitter were, were going off on him. And... You know, he had a he had a tough game. He had a tough game. Nothing was more indicative of his game than the play where he got a technical, right? It was a, a missed Orlando shot, and Wiseman drifted over, moved over to get the rebound, and an Orlando player, much shorter than, than James Wiseman, went up with authority, got the ball. Wiseman fouled him and then threw the ball in frustration against the, the stanchion, and got a tech, got taken out of the game, never came back. So I get he's frustrated. We're all frustrated watching them. <laughs> but this is probably like a bit of a, a, a low point for him. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't have any real answers except for just collectively take it home. I'm I'm not going to break this down any further than I have the previous few games because we saw a lot of the same a lot of the same stuff. 
NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, so tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Obviously, I ride or die with your Golden State Warriors. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And then in terms of Jonathan Kaminga, it's become more and more a little frustrating that he hasn't gotten any minutes. As I've said... I feel like he would have played in some of these games if the Warriors had held on to to win. But, you know, like I get I get the rotation in front of Kaminga right now, right? The three spots he would play, which is backup, small forward, uh, even though he's more of a, a big right now, uh, backup power forward, backup center. Those spots are all taken. Moses Moody, more dependable at the three. Uh Jamichael Green, veteran, more dependable. Probably, you know, Kerr wants to give him minutes for signing with the Warriors, give him some time to get acclimated. And then James Wiseman, who's a center, seven feet, number two pick the year before Kaminga. So I get that there's not much space for him, but it would have been nice to have at least seen him in some of these four games where it actually mattered, where he got some run. I know he played a little bit uh, early on in, what, Detroit? Uh, But maybe Charlotte too. But, like, you know, those were just token minutes. And he didn't get into a flow. And he needs that at some point this season. So, you know, maybe you give him some of Wiseman's minutes. I mean, I know Wiseman only played 10. But, you know, mix him in there, right? Uh, Moody had 12 minutes. Green had 16. uh, Looney played 29. I mean, you got to be able to find Kaminga five somewhere or 10, actually, you know, 10 just somewhere. And, you know, maybe Kaminga hasn't looked good in practice, but we know what he can do. Right now, the Warriors, they don't look as physically imposing as they did last year, right? Like when you think about it, they don't have Gary Payton II, they don't have uh, JTA. Um, Those were two of their better dunkers. And then Jonathan Kaminga isn't playing, and he was their best dunker. So basically guys who can put pressure on the rim. You know, Of course, JTA less and less as the season went on last year, but just having people who could do that. So now you're missing that threat. I mean, you saw a little bit of that with the Magic kind of coming downhill sometimes at the Warriors. But hopefully, hopefully Kaminga can get his way into the – into the lineup to just get his confidence, get into a rhythm because he can do things, right? And he's not perfect, but just like to give some energy, to give something like a different look, you know, a different look from what they have been. And again, I understand that it's early in the season. I keep preaching that too. And that you're trying to figure out the rotations, who works well with whom, but you know, it's uh, it's 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 frustrating. It's frustrating for sure. And you know, I'm sure 
the players and Steve Kerr and the coaches, and they're as frustrated as as we all are. This has been like a really, really bad road trip. Hopefully it's something that they can work on when they get home, put it back together. I mean, I would love, love, you know, we saw those games last season. I've talked about so much, how much I, those are my favorite games where the vets would sit last season and Kaminga Moody, they would get a lot of free run to, to do what they can do and pooled as well. So those were some of the most energetic, refreshing, surprising games of the year. And why not just take a flyer on that right now? You know, obviously there's some like just, you know, bad vibes in general. I mean, it just happens with losing. So, you know, take a flyer on that. Put those dudes out there against the Pelicans, you know, when it's like nothing to lose. Roll them out there. Throw Patrick uh, Baldwin Jr. Throw Rollins out there. You know, those guys got energy. They're going to run like crazy. But that's that's all I got. I could go on and on. We can go like to this super duper long, like hour long episode talking about what was wrong with the Warriors in this game. But a lot of it is exactly the same as before. Uh, But the most outstanding thing was just the foul happy uh, parade to the free throw line by the Orlando Magic. If you cut that in half, (laughs) if you cut that in half, the Warriors win the game. Right. They should have won the game no matter what. But, you know, just like everybody else, the Magic are up for the champs. And if you don't play consistently throughout the game, you're going to get pushed at the end. And they did. Steph can't save everybody every night, (laughs) but he sure as heck tried. So anyway, we'll see what happens against the Pelicans. If it's a vet rest game, I will be like, great, because right now it feels stagnant. And they're just doing the same things over and over again, making the same mistakes. Yes, they have to work through them, but I don't know. Shake things up a little bit. All right. Well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick E. Pino or at Oakland Warriors. Check out our YouTube channel where you can watch this episode, youtube.com slash Oakland Warriors. Check us out at oaklandwarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to leave us a nice review saying good stuff about the show, on Apple Podcasts, that would be hugely, hugely appreciated and it would be very, very helpful. Thanks. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time. <laughs>